My name is Alicia Dietrich, and I'm a Rotarian. And I'm Gwen Jones, and welcome once again to the I'm a Rotarian podcast, the weekly podcast where I have the honor of introducing you to some amazing folks from all around Woodby and the world that call themselves Rotarians. This week, we have entrepreneur and real estate agent Alicia Dietrich joining me in my studio. She was gracious enough to sit down with me in those 11 questions, and through her stories, we find out that she knew about Rotary as a kid, came to Rotary as an adult, and uses that service above self and four-way test every single day in her business. Thanks for sitting down with me, Alicia, and thank you for joining me on the I'm a Rotarian podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the I'm a Rotarian podcast, everyone. So happy you could join us again. And I am sitting here with, instead of a duo, I'm back to one. Alicia Dietrich is with me this week. Hi, Alicia. It's so nice to have you with me. Hello. Nice to be here. Thank you. There you go. Um, we have the same 11 questions. Okay. Okay. Which uh, I, I know I sent you and, and you said you were going to do a lot of homework and you decided to just let it rip, right? That's exactly right. Good. Be, uh, organic would be nice. There you go. Organic would be nice. That There is no wrong answers. Everybody told you that, didn't they? Didn't every teacher <laughs> tell you that? Right? Okay. So here we go. Number one. What's your earliest recollection? See there, I got to learn on my own. Recollection of Rotary. And what was your first experience with the organization? You know, my first experience, I grew up in the Midwest in Indiana. And um, my first experience is going to the Rotary Club there. And I didn't even know it was a club. I just saw the word Rotary. Um, they was always, this rural Indiana? Or yes. Was it, okay. All right. Um, they always, in the summer, as part of their fundraiser, as I later found out, would barbecue chicken. So I remember That's as a, good a fan. Fundraiser. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it was delicious. So I always went there, and I would see the Rotary name, but okay. I didn't really know what Rotary meant um, then, and I didn't for many years. But I just knew that they were doing good, and the food was delicious. So we always went as a food, family. Food and the symbol. So you knew that symbol. I knew the symbol. You knew the symbol. And I and then, and I know I've talked about several times that that's one of the, our rotary symbol is one of the top 10 most recognized symbols. And yet a lot of people don't, can't name a Rotarian. So you would have to be exactly. one of those recovering unknowers. That's right. Right? <laughs> and you know, it is amazing because you do see it everywhere. If you travel, it's always there. And, you know, I think it is a, a main I don't want to say issue, but I think so many people don't actually know what it means or don't what they do. Know. Yeah. Or how um, many people think it's religious? I have exactly. come across that. Exactly. Yeah. I had yeah. The, yeah. All right. Then what made you first want to join Rotary then besides the chicken? When I moved to the island, I moved from Los Angeles where I spent uh, about 19 years. Okay. And part of the reason I fell in love with Whidbey because it's beautiful and it's uh, just a great community and I wanted to be part of a community. And it was really important to me at that stage in life to be able to give back. So I was looking for a way. Um, was there a lot of changes in your life and that's giving back was important? I mean, I, L.A. to Woodby, that is quite a... It's huge. It's a huge difference, know, yeah. Although I loved L.A., I loved being in Southern California. I didn't have a sense of community even though I lived, you're surrounded by people. Right. You don't get that kind of what I had as a child growing up in rural Indiana. Right, you know, there's okay. A, there's a sense of purpose. There's a sense of belonging. And there's a sense of 
you want to be neighborly and you want to be good to your neighbors, etc. Right. And as a kid, I was always involved in things like collecting for the Jerry Lewis Telethon yeah. and March of Dimes, things like that. It was really important to me. Um, for some reason, I don't know why I was the only one in my family that did that even as a child. So when I came here, I was looking for something to do. And um, you saw that old symbol. I saw the symbol. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, there was another Rotarian that I had met through business. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That um, I highly respected. And I thought, you know, that's what is Rotary? Right. Um, blah, blah. And so I was invited to a meeting. And from there, I, I joined, you know, immediately. Right. So. And we haven't had a chicken barbecue yet. So no, we, we haven't. But that's an idea. That is an idea. <laughs> okay. Make a note of that. Okay. Is anyone else in your family a Rotarian? Uh, no. No one in my family um, is a Rotarian. Uh, my father was a Shriner. Okay. You know, which sometimes people confuse. As well, we have the better ha- yeah. they have the better hats. But yeah. uh, no, nobody's a Rotarian. So hmm. I'm the first. Wow. Which means we have to pass it on because it's funny because we've, we've done this podcast quite a few times. And the amount of people that say no, that they are the only Rotarian in their family is quite surprising. It is surprising. And, you know... Um, because I talk about it right. all the time. I do have a nephew in Indiana, and he wasn't aware of Rotary until recently he came to visit. You know, he graduated high school. And I feel um, if he could have been involved and in interact and things of that, I just right, think it would have program. been a yeah. wonderful um, catalyst in his life, which, you know, maybe he'll join on his own now as a young adult. But Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, so... What does Rotarian mean to you then? I mean, because you, you've, you've got the basic of learning about it in Indiana. You've got the time in Los Angeles. And now that you're in Woodby, what does it mean now that you're a Rotarian, not just an admirer of, I guess I should say? Well, one of the things is that, um, like I said, I didn't know anything about Rotary before I joined, really, except that it was a bunch of really good people um, and people that I wanted to know more. And as I've become, as I've been a member the last five, six years, what I realize is that, you know, their motto, service above self, Mm. everyone I've met in our club really walks the talk. Wow. You know, they really do put service above themselves and it's important to them in whatever way they choose to give back within our club and whatever time they can give. It's really a focal point. And that I just admire. I admire all our fellow members, you know. They're just amazing people. So I feel privileged, really, to be a part of this group. So, uh, thank you. So what's what's your funniest memory of Rotary? And I always like to do this one because sometimes the next questions are about the four-way test and the service. and the. So let's, let's start off funny. What's a funny thing you, you remember? You know, one of the funniest, um, someone actually shared the other day is each year, actually the, the funniest time of the year is every year when we do what is called rotating the wheel. That's right, from one president into and the other. And every year it is really funny, you mm-hmm. know. But the one year that I thought was so darn funny was when they roasted Jane Helton. And, one of our past guests. Right. Yeah. And she, they came up with stuff to tease her and poke at her that was so funny. I mean, fall on the floor funny. <laughs> And she was such a good sport, but I sw- it was just laugh, laugh, laugh. And every year it's funny, and it's always different. So I look forward forward to I, that every year. I, I do, t- I do too. I have to admit, it's it's it, in all the seriousness of Rotary, it is good to remember to laugh at ourselves. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay. I, I the roasting has come up a couple times. So 
and and I also hear uh, speaking of Jane is that a lot of other clubs do not roast. It's very um, uh, it's so funny. Collegiate was the word that came to my mind, but that's totally wrong. It just it just seems very almost stuffy. That it's like here is the end of one and here is the beginning of another. Oh, and that, so it's more ceremonial ceremonial that's a great word that's and you a know great word. there's a place for that you know right. like if you think about our paul harris right awards etc um but i think it's fun and i think it's a great bonding experience to be able to be together and you know yuck it up a little bit um i think it improves our group Incre actually the funny yeah the funny improves. Uh, yeah. i think you need it i okay. think you need that balance so then, what was your most inspirational experience with Rotary? And what experience has had the longest impact in your life? It's kind of a, it's a twofer, absolutely. Right. But. There's a lot. And, you know, I was thinking about this. And we have a lot of programs. Yep. Um, we do some wonderful things, which also exposes us not to necessarily, um, to, well, to many issues, but also many other organizations. And I remember one in particular that I really enjoyed was, um, I believe their name is Summit Assistance. Summit Assistance. Summit Assistance, uh -huh. and they have the service dogs. Right. And they're local, and somewhat local, and they came down and they brought a puppy and they brought a, a well-trained dog. But they showed us the difference that these animals make in people's lives so that they can lead a you know somewhat normal and productive life with right. the assistance of these dogs and it was just a moving um presentation that it has stuck with me forever and that i've even thought about they lo always are looking for foster people whatever to help with the guidance of these dogs is that at the beginning of the dog's life or the end of the dog's the beginning life? the beginning so sometimes when they're in trainings people need a break or whatever and so right. they just need other people to follow through with the training but it, it really moved me a lot and another one that really moved me was actually done by kathy and jim rogers right who are another, another pastor podcaster and yeah. they talked about uh going to guatemala and yes. the people that live in the um I can't remember the exact term, but they live in a community that is actually a dump. Mm. And they make a life and recycle the stuff they find in the trash, etc. And it was just an extraordinary experience and a learning experience that it just opens your eyes up to so many struggles around the world mm. that you wouldn't be aware of unless you went to Rotary. Wow. So maybe just kind of makes you aware. You, you makes go, you aware. You go home that night, you maybe hug significant others a little harder, or you enjoy the heat in your nice warm house a little exactly. more, or you, yeah. The it food certainly in your gives fridge. you an, a new appreciation for your life. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember um, hearing a, a, about grocery stores and, and the history of grocery stores. And what people find amazing is that. You know, outside of maybe the European Union or some, you know, or Asia or the United States, the idea of just going into a building and getting food from all over the world, from vegetables to breads, to is not common. And more of the world does not have a grocery store than exactly. do have grocery stores. And and even simpler, you just think about clean water. Clean, absolutely, I mean, yeah. Just the whole idea just, that we can just go to a sink. And get water. Get a glass of water. Go down right. the street. Figure out on the fly what we want for dinner. Right. Is is we get we get I think we get a little um, uh, forgetful. Maybe that's a good name. Sometimes right. I, we get and forgetful. I think you know part of that these programs are a good reminder to say hey not everyone is fortunate enough to live the way you do. 
Right. So it's just fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So, um, what of all, so I noticed you have a pin on, and I I'm going to take a picture of it, so we'll put that up on Facebook, because okay. I love it. It's a pump for all you people. You'll right. see it. Go to our Facebook page. Um, but out of all your rotary pins, what's your favorite one, and why? Because there is a lot of them. There's there. a lot of them, and uh, even in my sh short five, six years, I have several, but I really love this pin, which is a, a lady's pump, mm -hmm. and it's called Women in Rotary. And that means a lot to me because women weren't allowed to join Rotary, you know, That's uh, right. until recent years, you know, in the late 80s, I believe. And it just is a reminder to me as a woman how fortunate I am that Rotary and other organizations have continued to evolve. Yeah. And um, it's a reminder that women are welcome and that yes. I'm welcome. Yes. And it's, I like to look at it because then it is also a reminder um, as is any of my rotary pens, kind of to be a better person every day. Ah, okay. You know, and so when I put this on, and I do it deliberately, mm -hmm. um, when I put it on, it's kind of a way of saying, Alicia, you know, try to be better today than you were yesterday. Continue to do the rotary work. And, you know, because I do believe reminders are good. You know, right. we're human. And right. I, I think it's just a nice reminder that I wear every day. Nice. Well, I like the pump. I don't wear pumps, but I, it's a great pin. <laughs> I don't wear pumps anymore, but <laughs> I used to. I mean, there's got to be a rotary pin without but maybe you know, a nice flat. And, you know, also because of the size, mm -hmm. people notice it. Uh, it is a little bigger. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and then people will go, what is that? You know, they'll lean in. And then you get to say it's rotary and then it's explain a little bit about rotary. But Okay. Well, yeah. I love the pin. I Thank think you. it's great. I think it's great. So... We have dabbled a little bit on service above self, and, we're, and we'll get to that. But what we're also known for is that four-way test. And this has been a question that all of our podcast guests have, have really taken personally. And, and it was their biggest part of their homework, they would say, out of all of these questions that I send you guys. So what does the four-way test mean to you? <clears throat> I actually think of... The four-way test is a means, um, is how to live my life. You know, okay. is it the truth? Is it fair? Um, because I think oftentimes we get so busy mm -hmm. and then our minds work so fast that oftentimes you come to a, a judgment based on your past life experiences that it gives you a moment to take a pause mm -hmm. and go, what does this really mean? Right. Is my reaction, my gut reaction correct? Or do I need to think about this a second? The big picture. Right. You know, and I, and I think really it's, uh, it's been very beneficial to me to have that pause. Mm -hmm. You know, I, th I think it helps me make better decisions. I think it helps me just be a, a better person generally. So I appreciate I have it posted at my desk. And it's, it's just a little one, it's just eight by 10, but it is right. something that you glance at that kind of goes in your subconscious, you know, so. Well, and I, and I have to say, and I've, I, we've talked about this in other podcasts, is that the original idea of the four-way test was in business. You know, Rotary Correct. was very strong. It was, it was a business organization and when it first started all those years ago. And I find it very interesting how the four-way test has turned uh, at least through the interviews that I've had, as a much more 
esoteric principle than a business principle. And you're kind of stating the same thing where you're saying in any midst, it's almost like a little mini meditation over on the side of your business desk that it's like, be it business or personal, the four-way test is something that you stop and concentrate on. Is that... Exactly. I think that's yeah. a good way to describe it. Um, I w and although, obviously, your life carries over into business, it's just much bigger than that now. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I think, I, and I, th I think that's a... I don't know if that's 21st century kind of thing <laughs> compared to when it was written. I mean, it was written in the 40s. You know, it was... So, I, when you... you and you, they were way ahead of... The curve, yeah. Yes. Way, way, way ahead of the curve, but I think it's yeah. kind of fascinating that it was... It's, you know, it was... The four-way test was framed by... The ideas of the time. So let's, you know, 1940-something was after after a world war. Or right, right. Women's was, women were much different in the workplace and in society in general. Or, you know. And, you know, and it's because of those principles, though. Um, and I don't know if anyone has discussed this or not. But going back just to the business point, you know, Rotary has a business directory. Right. And I will oftentimes look, if I'm looking to do business, um, look for people that are part of that directory because you kind of know then you're dealing with someone that has these core principles. And so I do seek that out wow. in my own personal business dealings. I wonder know? how many people, I mean, I know of it, but I have to say you turned me on to it. I wonder how many Rotarians know of that business directory. I mean, it's something... I honestly don't know because, you know, and I think that's some that maybe Rotary International should promote a little more. Right. Because I think it's important. Have our own phone book. Correct. Yeah. Because it is it is kind of a, a criteria that you know if you're going to call that plumber or in your case that real estate agent or in that case that all of a sudden right on Alicia's desk there's her four-way test and if you want to buy a home that's where her principles start right there as being your representative, which is, you know. Correct, yeah. And I, you know, I think it gives you a little bit of assurance that this is going to be a great transaction, whatever right. it is. Right, And, you know, it's kind of a win-win in many ways, so. Jeez. Come on, Rotary International. Let's get a phone book. <laughs> All right, so then it leads us to service above self, which is that that motto. And you dabbled on this a, a little bit at the beginning, but refocus re us a little bit on that. So what is what is service above self? What's your punchline for that? What do you what do you really think it is it, it is all about? And I know you said it already so beautifully a few I, minutes ago. So service above self, um, to me, is really just getting you know taking your ego out of it and my self interest and just trying to do good. You know, in our club, and I can only speak to that. We do so many things, mm -hmm. um, and so many things that people don't know about. Mm -hmm. um, Many see us on the road picking up trash. Right. And, or Enzo House or Pancake right. Breakfast. We do all sorts of things that, um, and even our Christmas tree sales, um, I've had people come up to me, and again, they may not know what Rotary is. Right. Except they see us and we're very visible, especially the last couple of years. And I've had people come up to me and go, when are you guys going to do the Christmas tree sales? When is that going to start? That's right. become part of our tradition. Part of our tradition, yeah. And so you think about it that it's kind of like 
we're quiet and we don't necessarily promote ourselves because we just want to do good. Right. But at the same time, we've kind of snuck in the back door mm-hmm. and become part of people's routine and their traditions. And going back all the way to that chicken dinner. Right. Exactly. So, you know, you were that you didn't know what Rotary was, but that was a family event. So now us selling Christmas trees, or they may not know what Rotary is, but we have to go to that lot where those people work and buy our Christmas tree because we bought it from them, those Rotarians from right. the last you know, how many years. Right. And I think that's a fantastic way um, for people to get to know us, mm-hmm. you know. And, and actually, I think we've actually obtained some members from them knowing us from the Christmas tree lot or other things that we do. Right. Um, saying, hey, how do I get to be a part of this organization? Right. I want to do that also. Mm-hmm. And so, again, going back to service above self and the four-way test, I do try to think, what can I do each day to be of, is it opening a door for someone? You know, Um, I just try to think of little things. What are the little things? Correct. Because I think those make huge differences. Now, I know one thing that I did in in, uh, last Christmas time, I got challenged by a friend to do a thing called the next person in line. And what it was during the Christmas season was... um, you're at the grocery store because it had a little bit of gambling in it. The next person in line that came after you, you paid for their groceries. Wow. And it was a little bit of gamble. It was like, it really was like, okay, could be a mom with a huge basket or it could be somebody who just needed a few things. Right. And in my case, it was somebody who had about 10 things and I added it on to them, to their groceries onto mine. It was called Next in Line. I love that. And it wasn't done. I didn't have a rotary pin on. It wasn't done at a, at a lot. It was just this, okay, this is going to be the time I do it. This is gonna, I'm going to stand here, and I'm going to do the four-way test. In other words, is it true? Because if the next person in line is the mom full of basket, of full of groceries, would I, will, would I do it? So it's kind of a, a self-reflection kind of thing, too. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And I think that's those little service above self things that we don't necessarily think about. Mm-hmm. But I know has been triggered because of my experience in Rotary that I would choose to do something like that. Right. Open up a door. Take care of the next person in line's groceries. Uh, you know, be aware. Right. Carry yeah. someone's groceries. Do, you know, anything. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't have to do it. This doesn't have to happen on Monday nights at the meeting. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's outside other that. Time. It's outside that. So there are Rotary Clubs worldwide. How many other clubs have you visited and where have you gone? And, you know, um, unfortunately, I haven't visited any other clubs. Okay. But I have attended all of the RLI, uh, right. which is the Rotary Educational. Um, right. And I've done that in Mount Vernon and Surrey. And when you do those... Um, Surrey, B.C. Yes, Surrey, B.C. <laughs> um, you get to meet individuals from other clubs. And right. it's really inspiring to learn. You know, and some of the clubs have hundreds of people. Yeah. And you get to learn about what they do compared mm-hmm. to our club, which now, of course, is growing. Right. But, you know, when I started, we had under 25 people. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were still doing things that were just so creative and innovative Mm -hmm. that they sometimes would look to us, you know, like, wow, you know, look what they're doing. And they're only 23 or 24 people. Um, And our club is considered unique because we do meet at night Mm -hmm. and we are known to have a lot of fun. Right. um, Which is great. So I think those experiences. And another thing, though, that came out of being in Rotary 
is I met someone online that's in Nigeria that was a female president in Nigeria, which is just amazing. Right. And we've become online friends. Oh, that's great. But it's wonderful to see what they do over there. We actually have podcasters that listen to us and subscribe in Nigeria. It could be this person. Wow, that she's a wonderful <laughs> woman. But it's, it's amazing the doors that Rotary opens up. Yeah. Um, so Wow. Yeah. So maybe you'll have to go visit her Rotary Maybe. Club. I think it would be fabulous. I think that would be great. I, I have never, ever even come close to the African continent. I would love to go. I would too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on a bucket list for sure. Okay. Um, so... What do you think is the impression of Rotary to the rest of the world? And we just talked a bit international, but what do you think the world thinks of us? I think the world looks um, fondly came to to mind, but it's even bigger than fondly. I think Rotary International is so highly respected throughout the world, mm-hmm. um, and they are known to. Um, they do so many things. It can be water. It can be education. It could be... They do so many things to help people help themselves throughout the world. Right. And just... If you just took one aspect of, of the polio eradication... Right. Amazing stuff for so long. It's just... Um, I think people around the globe rely on Rotary and may not even know that they're relying on Rotary. Oh. You know, I, I think... But when people do see it, I think if they see the symbol, even if they don't know anything, they know it stands for something good. Right. And I think that is internationally recognized. Yeah. I I, I try to find a scandal, and we just don't have any scandals. No. Not that I look too hard, but I mean, you know, <laughs> but and, still, and I our, just... You know, there's not a scandal. I don't think... I think people know that when they give to Rotary, Rotary it goes to where it needs to go. Right. Um, well, and I think the whole idea that we have a seat at the UN says a lot about our organization. Absolutely. You know, that it's like somehow, you know, this this body of United Nations have decided that our particular charity is the one that they endorse to actually take part of what they're doing. It's very humbling if you think of it that way. It is very humbling, and mm-hmm. it's also a source of pride to know that people know... You know, each year all the organizations are rated and we're always at the top. Yeah. And it's consistent year after year after year. Mm-hmm. And. Um, makes you feel good. Makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm a part of that. I have a pin to that. <laughs> okay. So is Rotary different today than when you joined? When did you join? How long have you been a Rotarian? I think six years ago. Okay. And has it changed in that six years at all? I think more women are involved. Uh-huh. Um. Just from our club alone, I think now actually there's more women than men. Um, but we run. We still let them join, though. Yeah, we love <laughs> we love having the balance, and I think right now um, there may be a few more women, but it's pretty much even. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have all ages. We have yes. people in their twenties all the way up to eighties. So I was, like, was going to say, Chet is eighty three. 80. I, I'm not, I'm hoping I'm not out in you, Jet, Chet, but uh, yeah. So, and I just 50 year span, basically, yeah, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. And not all clubs have that, but we've been very fortunate here um, that our club has that and that young people are interested in joining. And we welcome, you know, everybody. There's a place for everyone in our club. Mm-hmm. 
I do I do honor the fact that it's of all religions, all orientations, all re, uh, political groups, all you know. For some reason, you wear a red hat or a peace symbol T-shirt, and you'd still come into our place and be loved and respected, which Absolutely. I think is. I, I have a feeling we're more of the majority of the United States than the minority, but it would be nice to be nice if every place was like that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. So, um, where do you think Rotary can grow in its future? So, where where do you think it's going to go in the future? Well, I'm hoping. I do think that Rotary International does continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, which is how we've been able to have our unique club with everybody being welcome. But I think it would be nice um, for them to figure out a way to really capture the young adults. Okay. Um, so that Rotary, Rotary continues to grow. Um, what do you think is, because we had uh, Bill and Ed, you know, Bill Leeds and Ed Halloran on a past pod- podcast, and they've tried some very innovative ideas to bring in the youth, literally a flight club that's associated with Rotary and Interact. I mean, what do you think? Why don't you think young people are coming to Rotary? I'm only guessing, but I would think exposure to them, maybe in the college level. Okay. Um, could be money. Ah, that be, is, we have know, dues. That's true. Young adults. Uh, maybe they're just getting, maybe they're newlyweds in their 20s, mm-hmm. you know, just starting a career. They may not know that they have the time or that they can make the time. Um, so I think Rotary releasing or relinquishing some of their parameters as to what is expected, I think that's been a great move. Yeah. Um, some of these passport clubs and some of these. Exactly. Okay. So not necessarily do you have to spend an hour or hour and a half right. in a meeting every week to be right. considered a good Rotarian. You know, they're, it's becoming very flexible, and I think that's a great move on their part. Mm-hmm. And I do think they're trying to uh, continually reach out Mm -hmm. because we really do need the younger people to just carry us forward. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's otherwise we'll all die out. Right. I mean, and you would hate somebody with a history of an organization with a history of ours to simply die out because we aren't bringing in youth. I mean, it has to, it has to ebb and flow. Right. Right. Okay. But I think they're doing a great job. And you you do. And the the other thing that I would add is that, you know, when people do ask me about rotary, you know, I say, you know, it's just a bunch of people that get together, have fun, but do good. And you always leave feeling much better about the day and about mm-hmm. yourself than you did when you entered. So it's I think, just think it's a wonderful experience that I hope more people It's very much join. like a family in a lot of ways. It's an instant family. Yeah. It's an instant family. And yeah. I, I know we've had a couple of guests over the last couple of weeks. And one of them talked to me after just last week and said, you guys all seem like you all like each other. <laughs> like, and, and, which know, I thought I, was the most interesting <laughs> statement. Like, well, yeah, we do. But yeah, but she's like, no, I've, I've worked in organizations. And then there's some people that like each other and some people that click over. And we really don't. No, I think we truly like each other. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned... The meetings are wonderful and informative, but it's mm-hmm. some of the work parties yeah, where you actually get to know the people, mm. you know, because mm-hmm. there's more time to have conversation and you're doing a task together. Right. And uh, I think it's a great bonding experience. So it just makes our club stronger. Yeah. Standing, like I 
think I've mentioned before, you know, you walk two and a half miles picking up garbage with somebody, you got to talk to them about their <laughs> life a little bit. Exactly. Right? Otherwise, it's a very boring two-hour walk. Right. Or the Christmas tree lot. Yes. You know, yeah, you and I have worked that several yes, times. Yes. So, um, what do you say to someone who is thinking about becoming a Rotarian? What's your elevator pitch to somebody? And I know you just kind of said it, so... You, you jumped um, ahead in is, your question. <laughs> that is kind of my elevator pitch. And I usually talk about my uh, experience, which is why I did it. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it for any other reason. I didn't do it for recognition. I didn't do it uh, to create business. I did it because I truly wanted to give back. And I didn't realize until I started doing it, really, how much I would enjoy it, how much fun it really can be, mm-hmm. and the bonds that you create. You know, I mentioned earlier about instant family, and that's really how I felt. So especially being new to the island, you know, I joined Rotary, and it was like all of a sudden I have 20 other people that are my friends. Wow. Now, now it's very interesting. You mentioned that you did not join Rotary for business. And I find that very interesting. Going back into our history, it was a businessmen's organization. I mean, you you used to stand up and say, you know, here's my business, and I'm promoting my business and you even said that there is a directory of businesses. We've talked about that earlier in the podcast today. But your conclusion to that is that it's not all about business. I think it's more than business. Okay. And so, for example, if I was to get business because I'm a Rotarian, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. That's like icing on the cake. Right. But that wasn't my primary. That's not what you woke up today to do. Was Correct. To get. Okay. Yeah. I woke up today to have um fellowship and to do good stuff in our neighborhood you know i care about the community and you know i just want to give back wow i'd hang out with you (laughs) (laughs) all right so any any last thoughts my dear thank you so much for being here and doing you. you know it's a pleasure and i think that these podcasts that you're doing i think are tremendously beneficial to those people that do want to learn about Rotary Mm -hmm. and the individuals that make up our, you know, our Rotary club. Um, And I hope to see that other clubs do the same thing. I think it would be wonderful to listen to people. Yeah. You know, well, we have some, we have some feelers out there, including to our district governor and others. And uh, so we'll, we'll get, we'll get an international flavor heading up to Canada here very soon. I think that'd be awesome. Okay, well, until then, thank you so much, Alicia. I appreciate you so much. All right, thank you so much. I know I said it twice, but I'll say it one more time. Thank you again, Alicia Dietrich, for joining me in my studio. Thank you for your wonderful insights and stories from chicken to using the four-way test every single day in your business. Well, just like that, we've come to the end of another show, so got to take care of that business. If you're enjoying this podcast, please tell a friend, whether they're a Rotarian or not. Have them go to wherever they get their podcasts, download, subscribe, rate. You know all the stuff we need to do. And if you can think of a Rotarian that'd be great on my podcast, let me know. You can get in touch with me at RotarianPod at gmail.com. Okay, well, like I said, just like that... We are to the end of our show, and I said to Alicia quite a few times thank you, but most importantly, thank you out there for listening to our podcast. Until next week, take care of yourself and the world around you, and we'll hear you again right here on the I'm a Rotarian podcast.